A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to the number one boxing podcast in the world of the zone boxing show podcast now look i don't know we're probably number three thousand i'm not sure if we're number one i'm just saying that it sounds good no no if there's <laughs> seven thousand then we're number six thousand nine hundred ninety nine but it's nothing wrong with confidence man it's like these fighters that have confidence and they go in the ring and get knocked out it's all good <laughs> listen look outside of that it's fight week that's right tank ryan is going down this saturday at the t-mobile arena las vegas nevada yes God willing, we'll be in there front center. Barack, are you yeah. getting those fight week jitters? Jitters? What the hell? I'm, I'm not the one fighting. <laughs> Who's getting fighting? jitters for? No. <laughs> Yo, hold up. That, that the fighters me. get the jitters, not that, me. That reminds me of something, right? What? So I'm watching all the smoke with my guy stacking. <laughs> my there guy, Steven Jackson. <laughs> that's my, no, that's my boy. Look, no me doubt. and Steven Jackson, I don't know his co-host, Matt Barnes, but he okay. was... They were both doing an interview with Tank Davis yes. um, recently. Now, Stack is a student of the game. He's a fight fan. And every you know, every time he talks boxing, he gets better and better. So um Oh, so I, what I, you're I saying like he's his... not really that good right now. No, I'm not but he's saying getting that. better and better. No, that's my are you boy. Get, no, are you getting better and better? No, I'm getting worse every time <laughs> okay, I hit the mic. I okay. crack the mic. What I'll say, what I what I was trying to say, as you really interrupted, uh, he he understands the sport. And he knows boxing. So they're interviewing Tank. And then they're talking about jitters, right? Like nervousness. Yeah. And Tank was honest about... What did he say? First, he was like, I don't get nervous. And he said, you know what? I'm lying. Uh, if any fighter says he doesn't get nervous before a fight, he's lying. Yes. We wow. all get some level of nerves, right? He said, but wow. when I walk through the tunnel, you know, they go away. When when I hear the cheers and the crowd, wow. and it's, it, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in too deep. There's no right. turning back. But in the dress room, yeah, there, there's a certain level of nerves. Right. And then uh, um, Matt Barnes says, you know what? I never get nervous when I, you know, before games, I used to uh, I used to get excited, excited. I'm saying to myself, because you ain't got to go fight somebody. You want to play basketball. Of course, yeah. you ain't got no damn the same level of nerves. You're playing yeah, basketball, but, buddy. But still, it, it's no, still a sport played in, in public, in the public eye. See, because look, but if if nobody was watching, probably fighters would never get nervous. You still get, you still <laughs> get nervous. There's no, no, there's nothing to get. If there was nothing on the line and nobody was watching, you do not. I, I'm a fighter people too. Get, I, I do get not nervous get nervous going to spar, bro. Like and not not scared. The hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. You don't get nervous. No. Yeah. No way. No way. The only reason why I would get nervous if I fight is because who's in the crowd. And that's it. And because there's an expectation on me to win. So I would get nervous. So if I'm fighting somebody any other time, I will never get nervous. But that's that's you. if nobody that's was you. watching, I will never get that, nervous. That's you. Like I don't, that, I don't get you. nervous for fighting. That's I get you. nervous because people watching. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's the case for everybody. I believe I that, think that's just that normal. Fighters, I think fighters have some some level of nerves whenever they step in the ring. Not for of fighting. What are, what are they scared? <laughs> no, they it's not scared, it's, bro. You get nervous when, like, come on. I'm nervous that I'm about to fight somebody? Hell no. 
Right. Then you better not be fighting. You better not fight. If you get nervous, if you're no, about no, to get no, nervous, nerves, nerves, you're yo, fighting. Bro, nervous doesn't nah. mean you're scared. Nerves is just something that goes through your body when there's anxiety, there's anticipation. And that's because nerves. people are watching. That's it. That's it. It's only because people are watching. Because when you're doing it in the gym, nobody cares. And it's, it, it can happen in the gym because there's people are watching. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> there's always somebody watching in the gym. So if that was the case, then you can get nervous in sparring. If it's a real fight, if it's a real fight, maybe you get nervous. But it's, it's a boxing match. Like, why would you get nervous? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just you. I'm sorry. In, in any case, all right. Because I've been nervous before, right before I knock somebody out in a real fight. You know what I'm saying? But you never know what could happen. People could pull out guns and stuff like that. All you that know what I'm saying? But look, enough of that. <clears throat> we got Tiafimo Lopez on the show. Big fight ahead of him. Let's chop it up with him. What's up, Jay? Yo, How you doing? Hey, feeling great, man. Blessed, grateful for this opportunity, man. Yes, sir. And I'm looking forward to remaking history. Yeah, yeah. listen, he's coming off of fresh off of a jog. Um, and see, what do you call it? CP. CP. Uh, CP. CP. Try to make it sound cool. Central Park. <laughs> That's yeah. dope. Six miles, a nice little light six miles. Yeah, got to. You know, it's good work. You know, that's all it is, man. Um, just taking one of the blueprints from Floyd Mayweather. No doubt, no doubt. No Listen, doubt. Um, this is a big opportunity. I mean, this fight has been brewing since you've been at 135 and talks of you going up to 140 to fight Josh Taylor. He has his negative things to say about you. Um, what, what ver I mean, at 140, how much stronger and how much better do you feel opposed to when you were at 135? Oh, I felt a lot stronger. My power is still there, obviously. Speed is there. It's just mm -hmm. all about the... um. I got to stop pressing these fighters, man. It's not what I do. You know what I mean? I'm a different kind of fighter. Right. I was always a boxer. You know what I mean? And uh, I could do all things, all those traits, but I need a good dance partner. And, and June 10th, I got a great dance partner who's Josh Taylor. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's going to be a great fight. Yeah, I mean, Josh Taylor is totally different from Sandor Martin. Are you are you feeling that way after that Martin performance? You're like, you know what? Why did I fight him that way when I know I could have beat him in a different style? Yeah, you know, but that's what it is. You know, that's why I take these challenges, why I face fighters like that and high-calibrated yeah. fighters is so that I find out what is it that I need for the next level to be better for the next fight, you know? Um, and, and what does that come with? Challenges. But challenges bring the greatest out of you every time. I knew I was going to okay. beat him. That's guaranteed. It was just how I performed. I wasn't happy. I didn't listen to my coach, who's my father. I didn't listen to him directly with the instructions. I could have knocked him out seventh round had I did the movements that he needed me to do for Santa Martin. But it is what it is, you know. I'm young. I'm 25. This is part of the growth of, of boxing. That's why I love it. Right. I don't I don't right. like boxing. I love boxing because it, the art of it, you never stop growing. You never stop learning from it. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Now, look, obviously, you've always shown tremendous skill, not only power, uh, uh, you know, in your first 10 fights. People knew that you were special. What, what, do you regret anything that you've said out in the public, you know, after that fight, you know, there was viral videos of you saying something in a ring about questioning yourself. People were trying to say negative things about you questioning yourself. Um, did you regret saying that out loud? And, and how are you in terms of believing in your ability and what you can do right now? Well, you guys just got a little bit of a glimpse of who I am in the gym. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? 
the greatest of all times. We doubt ourselves because we know we're really great. It's not right. about the doubt part. It's just like I could do better. Always. Right. Always right. and always do better. That wasn't my best. You guys just right. got a little fraction. I've been doing that since I was six years old. I used to talk down to me all the time because I'm my worst critic. So mm. for everybody else, you know, trying to use that as ammunition, where you at? You can't tell me. You can't question me. I could question me because I know where I stand. I know right, where I stand right. in this world. I know where I stand in my sport. Right. Um, You know, so when I ask myself, do I still got it? Yeah, I know I still got it. But I got to tell myself that so it motivates me. Right. That's that mamba mentality that nobody has. Mm. Nobody else has. I won the fight and I wasn't even happy with it. Right, right, right. So what does so that tell That's something that you use for yourself to motivate yourself. I get it. It makes sense. Only the greats will understand it. And all these other people are just, they like to be normal. I don't like being normal. You know, normal is boring. All right. So this fight with Josh Taylor, it's a good opportunity. But do you feel a little bit upset that now he's giving you this opportunity when he only has one belt? And meanwhile, you could have actually had all of the belts in one shot. In our eyes, it's like this. He got the ring magazine, which is the king pen. It's the lineal belt, right? When you have yeah. that belt, you are guaranteed number one in your division. That's true. Am I right? You are the, yeah, you all are right. the so champion. So this year, this year marks the 100th year of the ring magazine belt. Yes. Since 1923, Jack Dempsey won in 1923. We in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, and pronouns. That is what it is. Right mm. there. 100 years. That and is, I'm fighting that, that for is, that. A, that is, is the goal. This is a historic year for the Ring Magazine belt, so I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, um, this is not just for the WBO, which right. which was brought up, which was brought in 1988 after all the other three belts along with the Ring Magazine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Max Kellerman. Go ahead. <laughs> so you got you to gotta know what you're doing. You got to know what you're representing. No one beat Josh Taylor. Even though right. we all could say that it was a controversial loss, Against Catterall. What, what about that, that fight? What about that fight? Do you think he won that fight or you think Jack won that fight? It don't matter no more. <laughs> it don't mm. matter. Because, and and no matter what it is, in his record, he's still undefeated. That's and that sounds like beat. you think Jack won. Nobody, look, look, I look at it like this. He let go of those other three belts. Yeah. But he still yeah. has the WBO and the ring magazine, right? And he's still the lineal champion, no matter and what. He, and exactly. he's still, and under, and he's still undefeated. And he's still undefeated, Barack, in yeah, the, it, on his record. So he wants on to give his him his record. first loss. Now, now, what happens a, a, after this, Tiafimo? I mean, if you win that ring magazine belt and that WBO, do you want to clean out the vision and, and be the first male to become, you know, well, to be undisputed in 140, I would say? Nah, I'm the first male to be two-time undisputed world champion, yes, you you got it right. You got it right. <laughs> and with this fight, and with this fight, and with this fight, it's technically that. Max Kellerman even saying to himself, man, this right here makes me go into the first ballet of Hall of Fame. Look, I'm not wow. even retired yet. When I retire, they'll put me right there. Easy. And I'm only 25. So that's what I love to do. That's what I strive for. That's what Muhammad Ali stood for. And that's, yeah. I remember I was sitting with, I was sitting with uh, Mike Tyson. For the UFC 287, and I told him, Mike, all I really want to do, champ, is, is just give a high five to Muhammad Ali. That's it. If anything, a high ten. And he just started mm -hmm. laughing. He gave me a big hug, and he says, you real. So, of course, mm -hmm. like, in that term, it's just all about the authenticity of it, man. It's just yes. like Muhammad Ali is not just for boxing, bro. He's global, worldwide. He made He left everything there, mm -hmm. man. He stood for something. 
he ain't fought for anything. Oh, and if anyone ever shoots me in the fucking head, excuse my language, at least I left a lot behind for my sport and all these other youth, the new generation to follow on. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So Josh Taylor, he's a great fighter. He's been on a pound for pound list. You know, he had that one fight, that close fight with Jack Catterall. I know you rate him high. Um, does he motivate you more than any other competitor ever in the sport, even more than Lomachenko? I'm tired of hearing everybody saying that I'm the guy that beat, like, oh, that's the guy that beat Lomachenko. No, no, no. I'm the guy that beat every fighter that everyone thought I couldn't beat. Every champion, every, I mean, I go for that. That's what I went for. You know, you got all these other fighters that are great talents, right? But who they fighting? And people make it seem like they fighting world-class champions. They following the books of what Floyd Money Mayweather used to do. Not what Pretty Boy Mayweather used to do or had to do to get there. Does Josh I, Taylor motivate you more than any other fighter you've ever fought? No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm stating. Of course okay. it motivates me because I'm tired of hearing that. I'm tired of hearing, oh, oh that's the guy that beat you. Lomachenko. But what happens when, you get me? What happens when I beat Josh Taylor? Oh, that was the guy that beat all the great champs. He went after all of them. Feel yeah. me? Right, right, mm -hmm. right. Now, now at 140, look, you're obviously more comfortable in that way. There's a fight that, you know, we just chopped through this, chopped it up with this young man, Devin Haney. Uh, he doesn't want to stay at 135 forever. He's saying that's the, you know, he's been in that way since he was 16. So maybe that fight that didn't happen at 135 happens at 140. Is that something that you would want after this fight? Well, you gotta pass Lomachenko first, one, man. Yeah, 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 no, I mean, so how, how, <laughs> how, how does that fight play out? Um, you're right about that, um, Tio. So how does that fight play out in your eyes? Um, like I said, man, I think I got uh, Lomachenko winning this fight. Uh, the only reason why I say it is it's just a punch IQ that this man throws and what he does. He'll get you tired. Even though Devin has a conditioning for it, you got to commit. You can't just, you can't play defense with Devin. I mean, with Loma, you can't play defense with Loma. You can't. You gotta, you gotta attack at all means necessary. And I don't think, I don't think Devin got that dog in him to do it. Mm. You know, so even with hey, the size, even with the size difference, the size difference is not gonna matter. Loma's fought bigger guys than that. I mean, mm. think about it. The Olympics, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Mm. He's had four hundred plus amateur fights. He's been in the pro game. I mean, three-divisional champion, all those things. I mean, he's fought tall, small, all the guys that you could think of. Right. Um, I just don't think, even though Devin has a good jab, he doesn't. he's too scared to commit all the way with it. Gotcha. I don't know. He, he, showed, he showed me something, especially that second fighter, Cambosis. And then when he got... Yeah, Rock but Cambosis, come on, yo. Back. Cambosis, everybody saw him as lunch food. But when I beat Loma, where was everybody at? Nobody wanted smoke. Nobody. Don't tell me that, man. Yeah, Loma, Yo, Loma was Cambosis on top. When you beat, beat Loma, Cam he was definitely Cambosis on top. beat a wounded Teofimo, a guy that was at, at his last. You know, I right. shouldn't have even had put him down in the 10th round. You feel me? Like, right. and Devin don't know how to finish a guy. Devin hurt Cambosis just by me seeing the highlights, and he couldn't even finish him. So mm. he don't got that dog in him. You either got it or you don't. And I don't believe he got it. We're definitely going to see that. That's for sure. Yeah, we're definitely so, going to see. And I can't wait because yeah. God going to humble him. I mm -hmm. cannot wait because all you guys need humbling. Everyone. If it happened to me and I did it the right way, everybody need the humbling. And I cannot wait because this is the year for me. This right here. The youngest active Hall of Famer at 25. I don't care what they say. I don't care. Two-divisional world champion. Undisputed world champion. Two times. First male. 
not Crawford. Where Crawford at? Not Spence. Come on, man. Listen, man, I don't need a – the accolade speak for itself, and the boxing guys are going to help me win this fight against Josh Taylor. That's it, man. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, Barack, I'm glad that Tiafimo is getting an opportunity to, to prove himself against Josh Taylor, who, as I talk to people more and more about this fight, there are more people picking Josh Taylor to beat Tiafimo Lopez. So I, I, I love what's at stake for him there, and, I, and I'm rooting for him. I mean, Teal's my guy, but the way you bro- you said that just now was like, Josh Taylor's just an opportunity for, for Teal to show how great he is. And I, and I yeah. think Teal, you know, the only thing anybody questions when it comes to Teal Fimo is his mental state. You know what I'm saying? Because that loss was a tough loss, I think. That loss, I believe, put him in a place where it's him and his dad against the world. I usually don't like that. I usually that, don't that like that. But that can serve place. you well. I Some mean, fighters, uh, um, uh, maybe like a Bernard Hopkins, but but you don't want to have too much emotions going into a fight. Not every not every fighter fights well off of emotions, and that's it. Now, when it comes to pure talent, wow, Teofimo is special. an amazing specimen, special. an amazing specimen, and, and I think you know his talent is far above a lot of fighters. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this is an opportunity, but it's also a tough fight, no matter what. You, you know, know it's, I, all, it's also a tough fight. As for, I for both. sit here and I'm thinking about, you know, heading to Vegas this week for this yeah. big showdown. Uh, you and I have been a part of some major fights in a Las couple. Vegas. You know, a couple. couple you know maybe, what I'm saying? Well, more than a handful. And maybe two handfuls. And, and, and I think about the uh, some of the biggest moments, like biggest uh, exciting fights. And then moments mm-hmm. outside the ring. Mm-hmm. It's been a few years, I can say. I, I remember being at my f- at the first big one, and then looking back now as I sit here in, in the studio and, and I'm, I'm looking. What was your first could, big one? I, I would say the first big big one was. You talking about covering or just going to a? Yeah, fight? yeah, yeah. It was. I, it, you could say it was covering. The first big one was. You could say it was. Oh God. It, it was Floyd Mayweather, Canelo Alvarez is the first big one. I, I, I covered. Fights before that, but that was the first mega fight. Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez versus Floyd. Floyd. Two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen, something like that. Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, because right, Canelo right. was twenty three. And that's when uh, 
than Danny Garcia, which was a great performance, probably to this day one of his best performances to date when he beat oh, Lucas Matisse, a knockout yeah. artist. Heck yeah. That was a phenomenal day. That was a phenomenal That was day. crazy. And what's crazy about that, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the curtain back a little bit, Barack. And shout to our guy, our mutual friend, Eric Mays. Mm -hmm. So in that fight, I believe they had us on the bleachers. You know, way which up there. At least which that, fight is this now? That, that's, about the, that's the Canelo um, Floyd fight. No, I was there. I bought my own no, ticket. No, all right. So what? I, so this I, I bought my own fight, ticket about nine hundred dollars or something like that. Mm. I think so I spent. Yeah, yeah. We, we had we wasn't working together at that point, but no, we were. But I bought my own ticket. All right, but but there was a moment where, uh, well, our friend Eric Mays was working with Under Armour and uh, giving, you know, they were providing Canelo with all the gear. And this is when all access was booming. So Under Armour had provided the whole crew that was shooting all access with shirts. So it said Canelo, Floyd, and in the back, all access, right? So the entire crew, they were, they were following the fighters around had those shirts on, right? Mm -hmm. All week long, all fight week long. Right. So me uh, and and my brother Salim Hitch, we uh, of course Eric just dished off a couple of those shirts to us, right? Of, hey, of course, you know, gave not us that, not shirts. that you asked, but yeah, not okay, that I asked. No, never. But what, what what was so amazing about that because we put them on on fight night, everybody assumed that we were part of the all access crew, so we were able to stand on the floor. Mm. Like right by the tunnel, not far from the ring, and watch the entire fight. And no security guard, nobody questioned us, not one time. And it was only because of those shirts. So shout My out man, to Amazon. That means you stood up for 45 minutes. Yeah, man, it's better fight. than being in the bleachers. Sorry. Well, I wasn't in the bleachers. I paid nine hundred dollars for yeah, my see, ticket. Well, you, you and... could afford it. Yeah, I make money. You know what I'm saying. I but was staying at the Motel Six at the time, like three, four miles away from the strip. You, you serious? No. Oh, because <laughs> I was about to say, I know I was staying whatever, whatever hotel hosted the fight. I either was staying there or staying at a really nice one. That's you know, you've but... been getting it, man. You've been no, no, no. Getting this I money. just, I just been bougie. You know what I'm saying? I just been bougie for a long time. But listen, I have a a memory of Vegas as well. What's that? My first Vegas fight was 13 years ago, 2010. But mm. this memory right here is in 2014. And this was a Floyd fight. I bought two tickets to a Floyd fight, okay. right? That cost me about $1,500. I got a hotel and everything. And I said, hmm, I can give this ticket away. So I called a friend of mine who was really going through something physically, you know, going mm -hmm. through like some physical ailments, uh, he was on dialysis and he had a lot of issues, right? Right. So I called him up. This is 2010. Got, this is 2014. Okay. 2014. This is this is Floyd versus uh Maidana 2. Oh, no, okay. the first one, the first one, the first one. First one the first okay. one where Maidana kind of like won a few rounds, at least at least five, six rounds. You know, so wait, wait, because, wait. That was that was, that that was in 2010 though. No, 2014, I said, for the oh, third okay. time, 2014. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, so so I, I I give him a ticket. He he comes to Vegas with me. Don't you know, after the fight, a big sign fell, and people thought it was a gunshot, right? But I didn't hear that part. All mm -hmm. I know is I was walking with him, and I hear, 
like that. So I turn around and seen we were just leaving. Everybody was just leaving the MGM Grand, the Garden Arena, rather. So we were all walking in the hallways. You know, it's thousands of people. You know, Floyd fights sell out. The all I seen is the whole crowd running at me. At you, like stampede. Yes, stampede. So I move to the to the wall. I get my back up against the wall, and I'm pushing people. So whoever's running into me, I'm pushing them down. Like, right. get the hell off me. And then I slide off into a store, right? Which happens to be my favorite store nowadays in, in the MGM Grand. The clothing store. Right. So I, I go in a store, and I just stand there behind one of the little racks or whatever, and I seen so many men running, leaving their girlfriends, Ducking and diving and going under chairs and and then I seen Floyd's bodyguards, you know, with the TMT shirts running and I I just figured it was them beating everybody up. Right. So I'm just standing there. I'm like, I'm not gonna be hiding because if you gonna come to me, I'm gonna fight you. You know what I'm right. saying? I I gotta be able to defend myself. So right. I'm thinking, you know, okay, they probably just fighting. Well, what what the hell? They just they ain't gonna come fight me. Well, if they are, I'm gonna be ready. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, Dad, what's going on? People running and scared and screaming. I'm like, what's going on? But then I realized, oh no, my friend, he got like a cane. He got a, a, a bandage oh, you on left his him, leg. Man. You straight left him. No, I never saw him. I never, I didn't leave, leave him. I oh, went to, you wasn't with him. When I turned around, he was gone. And all I heard was, so I must have left him a while ago and didn't realize. He got I found, stomped on. That's I, I, a damn no, shame. No, you know, he died. He died. No, he died years later. <laughs> oh, but wow. but I found out that why, he why did you why did you just have that little chuckle when you said that? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm an evil you individual. I'm an evil said, individual. This guy no, says it's a he very died. good friend of mine. <laughs> What's wrong? With you? Very good friend of mine. Uh, uh, Will, Will Pittman, very good friend of mine, good brother. But he, I found out afterwards that he had he had stopped to talk to somebody. Thank God he was to the side and he didn't get trampled because I was worried for him. So because of that, I had to go into that melee again and look, for, look him. for him. Right. And you found that him. was crazy. And I found him. You know, well, that's he, great. He was I mean, good. You, I think you and I have been part of some other stampedes recently oh, yeah, out yeah. in Vegas. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah, hey, look, I'm, I'm excited for this one. All right. Um, Josh. He hasn't been, I know he hasn't been a part of no ma no major stories in Vegas. No, no. I, I, I want to pull back the curtain and give two behind the scenes stories from my time with you guys. I already know one. Is why do you have to give two? There's one of you. There's two of us. We're the stars of the show. You're nobody. And yeah. now you got to give two? Well, one of one of them gives you guys some shine, believe it or not. You know, you deserve some. And the other one just shows no, how ridiculous. We don't, we don't want your kind of shine. Well, you, don't want uh, your kind of you can't afford that kind, but the kind I'm going to give you. you oh, just my don't. God. You're and nasty. then the other one just proves how ridiculous of a human being Ak is. So both serve a purpose. I'll be quick. So <laughs> the first one was when we were doing Radio Row. I think it was for uh, Fury Wilder, too. Both of these happened there. Um, back when we did, you know, Sirius XM and DAZN. No, this was before the DAZN days, actually. So this was just this was just when we had the serious show. And we had and both Andre Ward and Stephen A. Smith. Oh my God, this story. And he exaggerated with this whole story, but I'll let him have this it. This is giving you shine. Will you let me finish for one? No, wait, wait. Look. This wasn't before the zone. This wasn't before the zone. No, no, no it was no. after. This wasn't. Okay. This, is, this is when the zone did the collaboration with Sirius XM. Okay. 
and we uh, happen to bring you little jokers along with us. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That. Right. Appreciate that then, and even more so now. Um, but what I loved about that was we had Andre Ward and Stephen A. Smith on, and Stephen mm -hmm. A. Smith's people were rapping him. You know, he had to go to his next spot. He was like, "No, I'm not going anywhere." And I, I just thought that was so cool. You know, yeah. he said that for you guys. You know, and no, I, no. Yeah. Let me correct you. There was no respect for Akin Barat. Yes, there, there was. was. That was no, there was Sway. not from Stephen A. Smith. The respect was from Sway Calloway from SiriusXM because he traveled all the way to Vegas just for Akin Barat. Just he said, "Yo, listen." I just want to do things with y'all, man. I, I, yo, just use me however you want. I just want to be a part of the fight week, and I just want to be with whatever y'all doing. So he did Radio Row with us, everybody listening. Sway, from Sway in the Morning on Sirius XM, I think that's Shade 45 or whatever. I don't know. And that guy is just a good guy. So when Stephen A. Smith saw Sway, he actually put his hand on Ox's head, said, excuse me. <laughs> stepped on my crotch, <laughs> stepped on my crotch, and sat down next to Sway and was like, "Let's do the Sway show." That's a lie, folks. Don't no, no way Stephen A. ever touched my head. All right. <laughs> oh, but he stepped on my crotch. <laughs> the other quick one is that before that even happened, and uh, I'll make this even quicker because uh, I know you're busy looking at IG as you record the podcast. Great multiple. How'd you know? Thanks. Um, that's what you do. Um, it was just great. I'm sure, I don't know if you even know this, Barack, but Stephen what? Smith was like walking around, you know, and I knew he was going to do us eventually. I talked to somebody. Ak is literally on the air yeah. and he's like calling me over like, Josh, that's Stephen A. Smith. Go get him. I'm like, ah, you're on the air. Yes, I see him there. I, I will book him. So I just I, wanted I, to I, thank I, I, Yo, I was that's so funny. I was no, no. The reason why that's funny. People. No, 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 no. Not only that, though. The reason why that's funny is sometimes you would whisper, <laughs> you would whisper something. Meanwhile, we are live on, on air radio. and you're whispering it like you don't have a microphone right in front of you. That was hilarious. Yo, Josh, Josh, go get Stephen A. Smith. You're Meanwhile, everybody in the world hears you. No, and you know what I said? I said, ah, thanks. That didn't cross my mind. So I appreciate <laughs> you not giving me that great suggestion. You can you can wrap up here if you're done uh, with whatever story you're looking at. Well, I, I'll say this. I'm actually looking at Eddie Hearn says that the Middle East is looking to stage yes. Tyson Fury versus yes. Alexander Usyk and Deontay Wilder and versus Anthony Joshua on the same card a deal worth over $400 million. $400 million. Please secure that deal. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I'd spend my own dime to go there. Oh, yes. There. Oh, I'm going there regardless. i spend my own dime to go there. Seriously. What? That's crazy. Insane. That's a crazy night. That's a Don King yeah, that, 1990 whatever when I was a kid. Like. So Wilder and Joshua is going to have to settle for the cold Fight money. card. When the money talks... Can they be? I mean, can they be upset at that? Would they Ooh, accept that. that? Would they accept that? They'd be co-main, you know, this fake name, oh. co-main. When you're really just, you know, it's just another fight. Just you're another. just a sideshow. <laughs> no, all right, no, well, but that, who knows? Who knows? That's two great fights. Right. Meanwhile, in reality, though, the mm -hmm. real fight is Joshua versus Deontay Wilder. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's the real fight. Who cares about the belts? It's Listen, really about the popularity it, it, of the fighters. Look, we've given them enough, all right? Let, let them tune in to the zone, to the platform this week, later in the week, to get exclusive content of DBS from Las Vegas, right? That's our show. Enough. Peace and love. Stay safe.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 